0: Amy at 50 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, and of course we're on Facebook at Facebook.com slash KFUO Radio. You're listening to the Midday Moments Program. I'm your host, Gary Duncan. It's so good to be with you. And it's time now for our moment in Scripture with Pastor Matt Clark of Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. Hi, Matt.
1: Hi, Gary. Great to be here with you.
0: Now, Ted Drews has been open for a few weeks, right? (laughs)
1: <laughs> <It> sure has, <laughs> don't I know it? Are you done?
0: Are you finished? Are you through with it? <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: never, never. never. No, I, I have only made one trip so far. Oh. In fact, uh, we went on an opening night. My wife made me. I saw that, that on I Facebook. Take her with me. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, I,
0: I told you that we should have been doing our show from there. I know, <laughs> and I we know. still anytime, can maybe. Gary, anytime. <laughs> so anyway, uh, <laughs> this week we read Micah one through name three, right?
1: That's correct.
0: And uh, what would you like to focus on today?
1: Again for our listeners reading through god's word uh, in the course of two years so if you want to read along with us you can get through the whole bible in two years time um i want to focus mostly on on micah okay uh, especially when we uh look at the world news today we've got this conflict in ukraine and uh and with russia and you know how is the u.s going to be involved with that so impending war impending conflict and what does that have to do with Micah <laughs> written 2,700 years ago? Let me interject. Question. Let me interject real quick yeah. here
0: because we made reference to Ted Drews, and we have lots of yes. listeners not from the St. Louis area. Ted Drews, I would. Uh, it's easy to say they're the best frozen <laughs> custard uh, place in in St. Louis, and I would say it's probably the best I've ever tasted anywhere. So that's oh, what. Yeah, the, so you... that's the reference to Ted Drews, people.
1: <laughs> yeah, we probably need some clarity. Yeah, yeah. In fact, they were voted world's best ice cream. They have the trophy to prove. It. That's wow. legitimate, so, And that's uh, that
0: makes it legit when you have the trophy to prove it. I
1: know it. I know it. Exactly. <laughs> they don't just give those away, Gary. That You got to yeah, earn that. You got
0: to earn that. So anyway, <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt, but I started thinking, no, you know, there's funny. a lot of people listening who won't know what we're talking about. So what? In go, the on, world? go on talking yeah. about uh, Micah.
1: Okay, you bet. <laughs> so... Uh, again, uh, the circumstance in the world right now, uh, conflict and, and impending war, perhaps, uh, we don't know what's going to happen. Well, Micah, even though it was written some 2,700 years ago, uh, similar circumstances in a way in that uh, Israel and Judah both, uh, again, sinning strain from the Lord and impending um Conflict coming. Uh, the Assyrians for that northern kingdom of Israel, eventually the Babylonians in the south. So so Micah's writing in this context where things are a little dicey. Um, it, war is impending. So we have this beautiful verse here uh, in chapter 4. I'm going to go ahead and read a number of verses in chapter 4 where it talks about the mountain of the Lord. But listen to the, the way it describes peace finally, this peace. It says in verse 1 it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the house of Of the Lord shall be established as the highest of the mountains, and it shall be lifted up above the hills, and people shall flow to it. And many nations shall come and say, Let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways, that we may walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law. And the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. So this mountain of the Lord, the highest of the mountains. So ultimately, this mountain of the Lord is is Mount Zion and not, not just the Temple Mount, but even heaven itself. <laughs> that new Zion, this mountain of the Lord. And it talks about all the nations coming to this mountain. So, that's interesting that the Lord includes all people. But then it goes on to verse 3. He shall judge between many peoples, and he shall decide for strong nations far away, and they shall beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. So, that that's an important part. You know, again, as we think about war, conflict, listen to this description of peace. Beating their swords into plowshares, their spears into pruning hooks. So, there's weapons of war. Things like a spear and a sword. They'll be then fashioned into implements for farming because they won't need them anymore. There's not going to be conflict anymore. There'll be peace. Uh, And then it goes on to say, "...nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore." but they shall sit every man under his vine and under his fig tree and no one shall make them afraid for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Boy, this beautiful picture of no more war sitting under your vine, your fig tree, uh, relaxing, you know, just enjoying peace. And especially, you know, we think of grapevines takes a number of years to cultivate and to produce fruit. So this is a lasting peace, even. So th- just this really beautiful, I think, and, and vivid description of, of peace finally and a rest from war. And just what a beautiful thing that is. What a beautiful promise that is. But again, it's connected to the mountain of the Lord and it's talking ultimately about heaven. And it's a reminder, I think too, that, you know, this ultimately won't come until, until we're with the Lord. (laughs) Here on earth, there's going to be conflict. There's going to be war. uh, There's going to be tough times, but we can look forward to that lasting, everlasting peace that we'll enjoy with the Lord. So, how do we get that peace? Well, Micah talks about that too. Uh, Micah chapter 5, the next chapter. Uh, we have here a, a promise of peace. This is one of the prophecies in the Old Testament that gets really specific about who that coming Savior is and even where he's going to come from, as particularly here in the book of Micah. So, chapter 5, uh, verse 2, it says, But you, O Bethlehem, Ephetha, who are too small to be among the clans of Judah? From you shall come forth for me one who will be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from old, from ancient days. So, talking about someone who's going to come from Bethlehem, someone who's going to be a ruler, someone whose coming is from old, even ancient days. So, ultimately, talking about Jesus, right? right. You know, Christmas—he's born in Bethlehem. Uh, this is a prophecy of where that Savior is going to be born. But then listen to how that that Savior, that shepherd, is described in in verse 4. And he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall dwell secure, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and he shall be their peace. He shall be their peace. So this one who's going to come, this shepherd, this Savior from Bethlehem, finally Jesus himself. He will be their peace, and when the so, world... so that's how we get that peace. It's found right. in the Prince of Peace, the one who makes wars cease uh, on earth. Finally, it is a second coming of uh, the one who makes that eternal peace possible with Him in heaven. Um, so, you now for us today, you know, when there's conflict, and you know, and, and talk of war, uh, to know that we can find a peace in the Prince of Peace. He's in control. Uh, he is the one who's our refuge and strength in times of trouble. Uh, so we can even have peace in Christ now, but that peace that will eventually come, that eternal peace that will be ours in his presence in heaven and even in the new heavens and the new earth, uh, on the mountain of the Lord, that will last forever and ever. And uh, boy, especially in times of conflict, what a beautiful promise for us too. Uh, what a beautiful promise to to look forward to. All right?
0: Do you have anything else you'd like to add for this segment?
1: No, I think that about covers it, Gary. We'll we'll pick up a little Nahum next time, and then we've got we're gonna plow through Habakkuk and Zephaniah, Haggai. Um, so we've got a we've got our work cut out for us. We'll try mm-hmm. to get in as much as we can in our, our time. Uh, but again, these minor prophets, short, short in length, but still. Very important in their message. And so, right. again, next week we'll get through Habakkuk and Zephaniah and Haggai.
0: Lead us in a prayer as we wrap up.
1: Yeah, sure. Oh, Lord God, uh, when we look around our world, there is conflict, there's uh, discord, there's wars and rumors of wars. Uh, but yet, Lord, we know that you are our peace. Uh, we find our peace in the very same one that Micah prophesies, that one who will be their peace. Who's our peace even now, is our prince of peace and the forgiveness of sins. Uh, but also who will give that eternal peace uh, at your return, uh, in the new heavens and the new earth. We look forward to that day, Lord. Uh, to your, We look forward to your mountain, your presence, uh, and your peace. Uh, grant it for Jesus' sake. Amen.
0: Amen. Thanks so much, Matt. Look forward to talking to you next week.
1: Yeah, thanks, Gary. Sounds
0: good. We're The Messenger, KFUO Radio.